0: Welcome to the Business Reboot Podcast. We're here to pull back the curtain of entrepreneurship and help you fall in love with the business of your business.
1: We know every step forward is a chance to be more aligned and purpose, grow businesses that create impact and live the lives we work so hard for.
0: Sometimes all you need is a reboot to get
1: started. Hello friends and welcome back. I'm Corey and I'm a brand strategist specializing in brand photography for small business owners. And I'm Melissa, a confidence and business coach for female founders. And together, together we're the business we, are, we do this every time. Wait, are we doing okay.
0: <laughs> we're the business we Okay. Yes. We're an education Beauty. hub. We're an education hub for entrepreneurs helping you refine your brand and generate more revenue by helping you create offers that make sense. So, we're really excited today we have a Dear friend, here that's going to be um, on this episode. She is Carrie Power, the founder of Curry Movement Collective. Um, we're pumped, Carrie. We're so excited yes. to be here. Thank Yay, you so much love for it. having
2: me. This is
0: a big deal.
2: My first podcast feature, so thank you for yeah. having
0: me. Yay, Yay! I love it. Okay, Carrie's Carrie's an expert, and she uh, is going to share so much information for with us today. So, Corey, won't you? Uh, Give us a little bit of information about Carrie.
1: Absolutely. So here's the thing. We adore Carrie. We met Carrie in our mastermind. Actually, Melissa has known Carrie for years, but she is an expert at meeting a need in the community by using the data that she saw. And here's the thing. She doesn't just operate her business or grow her business on feelings or Instagram. She's not relying on that to grow. Uh, She actually has been using what people were asking for as the data to guide her focus and help her, um, you know, really pick and choose how she was going to set up her brick and mortar when she decided that that was the way she was going to go. So she has also continued to grow and scale her offers based on what her clients were asking for. So today, we're going to dig into Carrie's story. And we're going to hear all about how she used that data collection. And here's the thing, data collection sounds really um, hard. I I was was like, we got to explain this. And I was like, it doesn't have to be. Data can actually just be some of the conversations that you're having with the people around you. What are they asking for? Um, It doesn't. It it could go on a spreadsheet if that's the way you want to operate. But sometimes it's just collecting that uh, in your brain and your heart and writing it all out and saying, okay, these are my dreams of where I see my business going. But this is what the community is asking for, and when they keep asking for it over and over and over again, use that information to guide you and to help you grow. So go ahead, Melissa. Do you want to tell a little bit about how you? guys met and then we'll turn the mic over to Carrie.
0: Yes. Well, it started on an asparagus farm. Mama <laughs> I'm just kidding. Now, um, <laughs> Carrie and I have known each other for 100 actual years and mm-hmm. um, it all started because I did a photo shoot years ago <clears throat> for a friend's physical therapy company and uh, they hired me and then I ended up going to see them because I was running half marathons I don't know what I was mentally doing to myself at that point because I was I had no idea how to run, and Carrie taught me a lot about that. Um, but uh, I met her there. We ended up, I mean, like worlds collided. We ended up going to church together, doing all kinds of things together, and um, I was her wedding photographer, and still shoot her family often. And so we've just known each other forever. But when Carrie came to me and said, "Hey, I have this idea for this business. I think I'm going to try this," I remember being like, "Yes, girl, let's go." And you did mm-hmm. so much that for I mean it's only been a year and, and some change mm-hmm. that you have have like set mm-hmm. up shop in this new space. And before then, it's mean, February. Two years is that right, here Yes, February will yeah. be two years. So
2: not Which yet two wild. years. Wild
0: period. Yes. It's just wild. And so the things that you've been able to do, I mean, it started off where you were like renting a space in someone else's studio, mm-hmm. doing women's wellness things, you know, um, I'll let you explain all of that pelvic floor therapy type things. And um, and uh, she's a PTA by trade. And so uh, just kind of morphed into this huge movement. And then watching you guys plant mm-hmm. uh, like you know, a, a business and a brick and mortar in your town and seeing how the community responded has been insane. So, we're just really excited. Mm-hmm. We love Carrie. She was <laughs> one of our mastermind students. She's been one of my individual coaching clients and basically she stuck with us for eternity. So, work through oh, that mentally. Right. Do what you yes. have to do. It's
2: like a game. Yes. Once you're, in, once
0: I you're know, in, I know. I know. That's it. Sorry. Can't get out. Um, We're the Hunger Games. There's a fence. Um, So, Okay, Carrie, so we want to hear from you. We've got just some questions that we want to ask to um, help people who are looking to expand their businesses and grow by data. Now, I will tell you, just caveat here, because Mm -hmm. Corey is the former educator who will be like, um, you know, data and strategy, and I'm like, you said data, and I thought math, and I almost took an anxiety nap. So explain all of this to me a little bit better. Um, but I love that what you said, Corey, about it just being looking at um, what your community actually needs, being able to collect any bits of information about what people around you need, what they're looking for, and what they're willing to pay for. Um, mm-hmm. I will go ahead and tell you if you were thinking about starting a business and you're afraid people aren't willing to pay for it, I'm just gonna I'm gonna get a little crass this morning and tell you that. Uh, if you talk to your Amazon device, I will not say her name because she will ding right at me. And you were to say, I would like to purchase a fart expansion kit for $1. (laughs) They sell it. Okay. And people buy it or they would not sell it. Um, Now you're all going to get ads for that on your Facebook. So you're welcome for Mm -hmm. that. But, but I'm like, you can, you know, people will buy, people will buy, the products that you're trying to sell. And I think that you've seen that. And it's, there have been moments where it's gone gangbusters and the moments where you have to reassess. And so that's what we want to dig in today with. So, um, Corey, you want to go ahead and start us with our
1: questions this morning? Absolutely. So, Carrie, we'd love to know how you got started and what you were noticing in your industry as, mm-hmm. you know, that that kind of made you want to get started in a business mm-hmm. of your own. And then talking about a little bit about outgrowing the space you were in and using that data to kind of help you create your current offers. Awesome. So Curahee Women's Wellness
2: began out of kind of two needs. Um, And one is that I had moved to live with my husband when we got married in May of 21 from Athens or from the Athens area where I had been a partner in an outpatient ortho clinic for physical therapy for 11 years. Um, and so I had a lot of skills that were honed there and that place was super special to me. Melissa can tell you. Um, and so leaving that I knew that I wanted to do something completely different. Um, and so I went into home health care. Sorry, my screen's falling. Um, went into home health care because I didn't want to be disappointed by the way yeah. another outpatient orthopedic clinic was run. Um and I just wanted to experience something completely different. So that was the, the market that I went into, which was fantastic. And it allowed for more time flexibility. I was part time. And it was a really great opportunity to just see something different and learn something different. Um, but after a good bit of time, I was itching to use those skills that I'd honed and you know, a higher level of service. So, more of an athletic population, um, using my kind of fitness and orthopedic background to serve women was really something that was kind of calling to my heart. You know, I just wanted to use those passions, wanted to use my running um, analysis experience, um, and just kind of wanted to explore that a little bit more. Um, additionally, even though COVID was in really its height in 2020, this was the end of 2021, and in healthcare it was just kind of a, an ongoing thing. Like it, it wasn't going anywhere, um, and you know Clay and I, my husband and I, just really wanted to secure our income in an in, in, in an additional way. Because as we know, you know, everything was just kind of the Wild West during that time, and we just wanted a little more security. So um, I was given the opportunity um, through a relationship here in town with a, a bar studio owner. Um, not like the bar that you drink at, but the bar that you have <laughs> <laughs> um, well, to I mean,
1: pelvic floor um, therapy, the bar, I, I mean, whatever. disappointing.
2: Yes. <laughs> There's a market for it, right? Um, <laughs> to lease space um in her studio which ended up being just like the most amazing partnership to really launch this business and so um that's really where i got started and it was a very small i have a, a an original og client who's been with me for this entire time and she says Carrie, do you remember you
0: started in a closet?
2: <laughs> I was in I mean, a, had
0: uh, like six people, like the whole place. It was teeny yes, 90 tiny.
2: Yes, I started in a back room inside of that bar studio, um, which I quickly kind of outgrew. Um, and then there was a second treatment room or it was actually an old OBGYN office, funny enough. Um, and so I took over that second space just so that I could have a little more room if there was a bar class going on. And um, really, we just grew from there. Um, in the relationship that I had there, it was kind of like a profit share for, for rent that had a cap on it. And so um, originally, you know, I didn't meet that cap for several months. But as I saw that, uh, as I saw the business grow, I was like, okay, like I'm meeting my monthly cap, there's a demand for this. Um, and so that was probably my first data point that Yes. This was really... Yes. You know,
0: gonna be sustainable. Corey is praising Jesus for the word data. I'm like, I mean, over here. You know, know yeah.
1: But you know why? You know why I'm praising Jesus in this? Because Carrie, that's the thing that so many business owners don't do. They think that like I have this great idea. I have this passion for this thing I want to do. But they don't test out the waters. They don't ideate. They they're not looking at through the lens of empathy, which Melissa and I could like stand on our soapbox for design thinking when it comes to business. And Mm -hmm. that's what you just walked through is. It is part of that, that process is that mm-hmm. you, know, you can walk through it without even knowing that's what it actually was, like those, those stages and phases, but it's looking at, instead of going gangbusters and right. starting, I guess where a lot of business owners get themselves mm-hmm. in trouble early on, especially financially and with burnout is that they create this thing that they think everybody wants because they want to put it out into the world, but mm-hmm. they birth something that actually there's no data to support that it is sustainable. And, mm-hmm. um, it, it, it will, it will live. It, people yeah. will buy it. If you start small and you grow like you did and, mm-hmm. and you're looking at the numbers, you're looking, and it's not just finance either. That's a big part of it. Of course, you, you need money right. to, to keep your business in, in check. But also it's what are people asking for? It's the growing of the space. It's the growing of the relationships. And that mm-hmm. right there is just gold for mm-hmm. business owners starting out.
0: Well, and I, I sent Corey something last night that was just a like YouTube uh, blurbit from uh, another guy's podcast that we uh, that I happened to see. And he was asking a business owner, he said, well, tell me your journey. And she said that she had fully quit her full-time job in uh, spring of 2022. And um, so she was now like officially, or maybe it was fall, of, she, she'd been in business for about a year. And he was like, okay, well, how much money have you made? And she was like, about $1,000. And he said, to who? And long story short, she had Um, sold a house and moved back in with her parents. And that's how she was like sustained. And he was like, I was wondering how you would have sustained off of making a thousand dollars in one year from your full-time job. And, and I just sent Corey the, the, like blurb. And I said, just read the comments. And there were so many comments in there that were like, this is so normal. Most people don't understand a business takes three to five years to turn profit, like, you know, all these things. Now here's the deal is that that can be true for some businesses, especially if there's a large investment. I mean, you guys purchased a space that you're currently in now. And if you're looking at it from that perspective, like it might take you 10 minutes to be able to pay that space off to then be able to reap nothing but profit. But I will say, and this is one like, huge bragging point for you. Like, I, uh, we, we laugh because every time Carrie's mentioned in our podcast, which is more times than most people realize, <laughs> she messages me and I'm like, I want to podcast again. Yes. And I'm like, there you were. Um, but Carrie, initially, like, immediate, I mean, I don't even know that you fully had a business license yet. She called me and was like, hey, I want to coach. And we did like three or four months coaching. And then she Mm -hmm. jumped into the mastermind. And I'm not saying like, hey, you need to make sure that you are, you know, jump into a business with a whole bunch of expenses. But she knew immediately, if I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do it right, I'm already seeing what people are asking for. And I don't know how to do it by myself. So Mm -hmm. I need, I need to get support where it's going to be most valuable. And that's being able to be coached by people who know what they're doing. And so that coupled with her husband's just like, I mean, the way his brain works and being able Mm -hmm. to solve problems, like it was just like almost like the perfect storm to to Mm -hmm. take you from that bar studio into the nasty garage that y'all painted and made incredibly beautiful. (laughs) Beautiful. Amen. Amen was like it it was. It was something. I mean it was it was crazy. Yes, it was. It was okay. So we're talking about data. So let's mm-hmm. ask this question: Looking through the lens of that data, how did you use what people were asking for to shape what you were currently going to offer at your brick and mortar? Um, and uh, and and then how did that you know how has that shifted and changed? Like Run Club, she's got. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are like multiple components. Here's what I'm going to have you do first is can you give yeah. us the web of components because it started as. Curhe Women's Wellness. And now you have a banner company, the Mm Curhe Movement Collective, and there's now a physical therapy component.
1: Mm -hmm. And,
0: um, you know, you have merch. So Mm -hmm. like a lot of things, explain the banners, But, but go into like, this is where, again, like Corey said, a lot of people will just jump in without saying, you know, what, Corey and I will fight over this word to the death, the word passion. Um, I love people with some passion, but passion is not um, a currency in which my uh, mortgage company accepts payment. And so, uh, you know, it's one of those two where um, you can be really passionate about something, but if there Mm -hmm. aren't logistical ways that you can make money with it, Mm -hmm. let's sit on it and rethink for a minute. But also uh, one thing that you've done that I think is really brilliant that I'm going to let you explain here by like showing that web of companies Mm -hmm. is that um, there can be a lot of... um, confusion, brand confusion, when you are multi-passionate and you do several Mm -hmm. things and you don't want to break them off into their own segments of a business. Mm -hmm. Um, Corey and I have seen that with our own individual coaching and photography and podcasts and all, I mean, retreats, all this stuff. Like had we not done it the way that we did, it could have been super confusing to people. So Mm -hmm. tell us the web of, of your companies and then go back to like how you've allowed that data that you collected to shape the offers that you have now in your current space?
2: Yes. So originally, we started as Curriki Women's Wellness, where as a PTA, you cannot provide physical therapy services without a, a supervising physical therapist. Okay, so that made this whole business cre- require some creativity in beginning. So though I'm, I'm overqualified as a personal trainer, um, since I have like at the time i had about 14 years of pt experience as a pta um, I, I researched kind of what certification i could get to operate you know differently and that was through becoming a women's fitness specialist so with that and with you know some a la carte experience in the pt field for running analysis i created this business based on prenatal and postpartum fitness training with a lot of kind of expert level education so not mm-hmm. providing physical therapy yet, okay, um, through running analysis and in that prenatal and postpartum fitness training. Then gotcha. that was, was very successful, like I said. And so I had all these women coming to me that also had plantar fasciitis and shoulder pain and all of these true PT needs, honestly, okay? And so that in, in addition to needing more space, as we were outgrowing that first space, you know, with my husband being a doctor of physical therapy, we said, Okay, how can we make this work? You know, we both I was still working part time in home health care, my husband still works full time in home health, physical therapy. And so we worked out like a new business model, um, as we moved into Currahee Movement Collective, which is our current brick and mortar, to provide CMC, Currahee Movement Collective Physical Therapy, with the two of us partnering together. So that began in April of this year, okay? Um, and so that's been going amazingly well. We also, let me back up, we started a running club in June of 22 which began as a marketing funnel um, to the running analysis piece of Couricay Women's Wellness, which was open to men and women alike. Um, so that was a great marketing funnel, but also again, a need in our community was, was filled. There's not a running club here. There's not you know, an outlet for just a free community outreach to get people moving at any level. It's, it's free. We meet every other week. Um, it's a really fun time. So we have Curahee Women's Wellness, CMC Physical Therapy, Curahee Running Club, which meets at our brick and mortar job to run. And then we have CrossFit Curahee, which is a leasee in our space in the back half of our building. They lease about 2,500 square feet of our space. And that's its own thing. So, you know, if you want a CrossFit membership, you go to CrossFit and you work that out with Coach Kyle. Um, And that's been a great relationship to have. We also have a registered dietitian and naturopath who shares space in our private office on the days that Clay and I are not there. And so that's been a wonderful relationship too. So we have developed this health movement and wellness hub under this umbrella brand of Curahee Movement Collective that now houses all of these services and, and individual businesses. Um, and we've added yoga. We added yoga in June because of the demand. Everyone asked, hey, do you have yoga? Hey, do you have yoga? And there's only so many times that you hear a question that if you don't, if you don't provide an answer to that or a service in response to that request, you're just kind of crazy. So um, that'll breach. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: Well, you know what I love too, Carrie, is that you didn't try to do it all yourself. You didn't say, I I mean, this is golden. I hope that all of you who are listening, like just are, are, I want this highlighted for you just because somebody asked you for CrossFit over and over again, didn't mean you went out and got a CrossFit certification. Maybe you have one, I don't know, but like you didn't say, Hey, I'm going to also offer CrossFit. Oh, by the Mm -hmm. way, some people, like 10 people want yoga. So let me go out and get my yoga certification. No. <laughs> you cannot be the one-stop shop in a business that is, this is scaling. Yes. You cannot be a one-stop shop person who does mm-hmm. all the things that people are asking for mm-hmm. but what you can be and what is so brilliant as a business owner is you are that hub you are that mm-hmm. resource funnel if you will under your umbrella company to where like you said you're using the data that people are how many times are people going to ask for it before you finally are like if I don't provide it they're going to go somewhere else so why mm-hmm. not keep it all in house mm-hmm. you had a great relationship with a crossfit um company. And so you brought mm-hmm. them in house and allow mm-hmm. them. And I remember us all talking about that on one of your coaching calls of, you know, how, how do we navigate this? What does this actually look like? Mm-hmm. How how do we make these services work? And we kind of played around with some ideas and then now bringing in yoga, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's brilliant. Okay, but
0: hold on, but hold on. Here's the thing though. What I mean? Yes. It's so, so smart. Here's the thing that you did not do. You do not make homemade aprons. And have now decided <laughs> to sell metal tumblers. Like you, nobody was coming to you going, "Do you offer sewing classes?" And right. you're like, "Yes, right. you all right. know what? Set up a little party table in the back. No, <laughs> like you kept it within the wheelhouse of the what your company does, so yeah. it all makes sense." Which yes. I will say, like now you've also been able to. You do you guys see? This is what happens when you uh, are brave enough and bold enough and courageous courageous enough to do the thing, because now your business has not only impacted your community, but it's also providing jobs for other people. Mm. uh, Because now you've got CrossFit instructor, you've got a naturopath, Mm -hmm. you've got Mm -hmm. other, you know, yoga instructor, you will have more people in there doing more things, um, Mm -hmm. where you're going to be able to collect rent to help pay off that building faster, but also uh, provide a, a like deeper level of service, more services for Uh, the community that you're in. And I just think that it's so Mm -hmm. brilliant. I think the way you guys have done it has been so smart. And it feels like it's been so fast, like it's happened Mm -hmm. so quickly, but it's not been done in a way that is sloppy. And it's all like been very intentional. But I think that that started from the very beginning when you crafted the idea of it being something bigger than Mm -hmm. what, you know, I mean, you could still be Trapped in that, and I say trapped because it, you were literally outgrowing a space mm-hmm. um, with people busting out the seams. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you could have you could have been trapped in that building forever if you didn't allow yourself to dream a little bit mm-hmm. bigger and say what sure. What if? What could be? Right? Which is yeah. also like a huge thing. I mean, it's the beginning of the year, y'all. Like, if we're really? supposed to dream, this is the month to do it. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I love that you did it. So, okay, let's let's talk about something. That you and I had a conversation about um, because you were getting ready to launch things for Black Friday this mm-hmm. fall, um, and we were talking about Run Club, just figuring out some mm-hmm. some tweaks and things. Uh, let's look back at your data um, and and talk about how that looked because you realized after having this Run Club for you know a year that there were some things you didn't want to keep as a part of of Run Club, and then also like some of the Um, the community connections shifted and changed. So that had to be changed. Like how did, how did the, the, the data, the data, how did uh, that impact how, how you made tweaks to run club? Yes. So
2: last Black Friday, so November of 22, after we had established this running club in June, that was kind of the push. What, what can I offer them that elevates their connection and commitment to this club you know aside from just a free service where they show up what else could I offer them that would just provide more value so we created the run ready membership which um was my first offer at you know on a black friday basis you know I mean I'm in a service industry and that had always been supported by insurance previously with physical therapy so this was like Totally new territory for me, which Melissa was so helpful in helping me learn to launch and ramp up toward and it was great. So originally, Run Club started with it had a discount card, which we have again this year uh, with local businesses that were nice enough to partner with us to offer discounts. Um, And we offered, I believe, was it it was $97 for the entire year on Black Friday of last year. The full price option was like $147. So it was like a 30% discount. And I had, I think nine people signed up on Black Friday at that lower rate, which I was super excited about. You know, it was it was successful. Um, part of that, you got like a discounted running analysis. And then you got, like I said, the local restaurant discounts, a couple of gym partnerships for cross training and those sorts of things. Um, and so this year, you know, we've had a whole nother calendar year plus some of involvement with people taking part in half marathon training twice um, with just a full season of just really fun runs and events. And so it's grown even more to where, you know, some days we have up to like 15, close to 20 people show up for a run. Um, And then, you know, depending on the schedule, it's a little less. But overall, looking back, if everyone showed up for run club that ever attended, we would have, you know, probably close to 75 people, 100 people on that roster, um, just from people who have come over time here and there. So um, still plenty of interest. So we reassessed the pricing for that. And I talked with Melissa again over this and and the value of our discount card this time is just a ton better with what we're able to offer in-house for physical therapy services, for recovery services. We have Norma Tech Recovery with several different units now, which is kind of like a almost a passive income generator. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, having CrossFit under our roof, you know, it's, there's a huge discount there with a lot more eyes on CrossFit than there used to be when we weren't in the same space. Um, so that price point, this go around on black Friday went from 97, dollars to $197. Um, yes. yes, it was incredible. So we had 17 people on black Friday, go ahead and opt in for that. And then Melissa also helped me think through and brainstorm how this could be a year long monthly subscription. So, the benefit of opting in on Black Friday is that the price point was was less per month. It was like seventeen dollars a month for the year, and then now it's twenty five dollars on a monthly basis. So, um, so people can come in at any time. They can which come is in. Like, that's awesome. Exactly, and you know, I, you always find that like when people pay, they pay attention. You know that saying. Yes. So, yes. It's, it's interesting how, you know, when, you, when people ask questions about Run Club, like I said, the free version, it's almost like they're a little bit let down that it doesn't cost something, funny enough. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like they're like, yeah. we want to we be a part of something. Like, what do you mean we don't have to pay for it? Almost. It's kind of the feeling that you get. Um, so it's just really cool to offer something that ha- holds a ton of value. And that, that return on that value is guaranteed. I mean, you know, just for example, like typically it's $20 for 20 minutes of Norma Tech recovery that I was mentioning. And they get 20 minutes per month all year long for that membership. So the it's return huge. on their investment is guaranteed. And, you know, I think that's a huge, you know, selling point when you can guarantee someone's money back.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. And I think you've right. done a really great job because that's something that we worked through during the mastermind time period when we were all working together is to, to make offers that or create offers that make sense and don't confuse mm-hmm. people. But yet they all seamlessly can be woven together with yes. this singular thread under your overarching brand. And mm-hmm. what I love too, and I hope everybody that's listening understands is that, that the power of your in-person network, the power of your yes. community, and that we yes. get so caught up. Great. We get so caught up in the online tactics and yes. and the, the optics of this and the Instagram of that. And, blah, blah. and yes. I'm not saying that those things aren't important. They are pieces of your puzzle. But mm-hmm. if that's where you're putting all your eggs in that basket, that's where mm-hmm. you're going so wrong because right. you have partnered with some of these other people. Like Melissa said, you're offering them a space to come in and make money and do their. You're creating opportunities in the local economy. I mean that's mm-hmm. big. Yes. But but also their people become your people and your people mm-hmm. become their people and it's a mm-hmm. beautiful That I don't think we often stop and pause enough to celebrate and to really highlight it for those people who are new in business or who are looking to grow and scale their business like you did in a very fast way, which I think is just so phenomenal. And like literally kudos and a round of applause to you because you have done it so seamlessly, but also you're using and leaning on the years, the decades of experience that you have Mm -hmm. coming into being in the industry, but then transferring it into entrepreneurship. And so I think a lot of times people will uh, forego looking at what they did leading up to entrepreneurship and, mm-hmm. and it or, or not bring it into this world that they're currently wanting to dip their mm-hmm. toe in or to run full force in. So I just want to give you kudos because you've done a really great job at all of those things. Thank you. Well, and
0: you and, you, you didn't shift who you were um, mm-hmm. when you decided to, to move into entrepreneurship in this way. Like mm-hmm. the past Carrie having an experience. I feel like sometimes people, when they leave a full-time job, they are like, I'm about to set this bridge on fire. (laughs) No, they can't. You can't, because the the truth is, is like those, all those connections. When I first started my photography business, I was a bank teller. Okay. I graduated college and I was actually like a customer, um, uh, like manager for the medical marketing division of a bank. And um, I remember I told my boss that I needed to quit because I couldn't. I couldn't work any more hours uh, Mm -hmm. in the bank, and and I was having to pass shifts off because I was shooting weddings or shooting portraits. Mm -hmm. And I went and I told her I was like, "I have to go. I'm so sorry." Well, did I still visit the bank? I sure did. I would stop in and see those people, and I ended up shooting so many of those people's weddings, so many of those people's Mm -hmm. kids. Like, became the network that then fed and spread. And there was one year that I shot. I want to say that I had a bridesmaid that was a bridesmaid in seven weddings that I did. And it wow. was like the sixth one. She came up to me and she was like, hey, it's me again. I was like, girl, you are nicer than me. I would not buy that many dresses in one summer. But she, um she, hey, she'd been in 13. so many weddings. Oh, oh my gosh. No, no ma'am. Uh-huh. I don't like nobody that much. But, uh, <laughs> but, but I remember Um, I remember she, of course, she hires me to shoot her wedding because she's like, well, you've been at all the other ones. I already know you. And so those those networks, like don't, when you're Mm -hmm. shifting into starting Mm -hmm. your own business or if you're pivoting into a different business, like don't just cancel out the relationships that you had before because, Kira, you went into this being known as the PTA mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. could do X, Y, she, mm-hmm. I know Carrie, Carrie will make it. So I don't TT when I sneeze and yeah, they, they flood that, <laughs> that onto you. And, and it allowed you to connect with people because of their relationships with people that you knew. So mm-hmm. I just love that. I love that. Okay. So we're going to, we're going to wrap this up um, and we want to ask you one last question, Carrie, where do okay. you see the CMC? Where do you see the <laughs> Korean women's <laughs> wellness brand? Mm-hmm in the next year, then three years, and then five years, because I don't feel like anytime soon, you'll be able to stop is what I'm saying. I
2: love it. I love it. Well, the the overarching word, you know, as Clay and I were talking about a word of the year is cultivate for, for this year. And so we feel like we've gotten like, like we've just discussed for the last bit, all of the things that we've started, we've started a lot of things. And like the training wheels are off of those offers and they are going well, but we really want to nurture those and cultivate those into all that they can be. We don't want to spread ourselves a mile wide and an inch deep. And we just want to really see those through. So for the next year, we want to cultivate. We really want to dive deeper on those items that we've already put in place. Um, we also have hired a pelvic floor physical therapist to evaluate for me. So that is huge. She starts with us at the end of the month. So Dr. Jalen Brady will be coming on board and <laughs> That's um, amazing. Though you know, Clay has done a, a fantastic job of filling in the gap of of being the gateway to do the PT evaluation, having a female presence and having, a specialized pelvic physical therapist in-house is going to be huge. So that's our, our growth. Our next step in growth is really being, you know, marketable and growing out Curry women's wellness, even more so in the medical community. Um, and so hopefully that's going to be a, a, a bigger and broader presence in the next three years. Uh, we would also like to have a, a stronger online presence with either maybe an app for you know immediate postpartum exercise programs um, as well as uh, I have completed a uh, run coach certification which Miss Melissa Pepin suggested that I do um, to 100 years ago 100 yeah. years ago <laughs> really it was like our first conversation in coaching. <laughs> And I was like, oh, I've got like 78 things to do before then. So I've completed that and I hope to build that out again after we've cultivated a little more of what we have now, carefully build that out and and really grow that in more of a passive, passive income strategy. Um, Mm -hmm. for run coaching, because that's what people are asking for. Mm -hmm. The data, Um, back to the data. Exactly. right. Um, And then, you know, in five years, I was asking myself that question, and we just don't want to be anywhere that God doesn't have us. So if you had asked me five years ago if we would be where we are today, I I didn't even have the capacity to have the vision at Mm -hmm. all for this. Mm -hmm. And so – I just can't even imagine what God's gonna do.
0: So we are so excited. Hey, last question that we yeah. didn't even write down, but has this been worth it? Has it been worth it? Like all the risk, all the, all the fear, all the worry, all the stress, yeah. all the trust. All has it? Do you feel like it's been worth it? A
2: thousand percent. A
1: mm-hmm.
0: thousand percent. Yes. We are. Just,
1: I'm going to yeah. cry.
2: Uh, don't you know I know. You cry. You cry. That's how this no, works. I'm so proud of yep. you. Like, I am. Right. I love it so much. And so I good. Can't thank, I can't thank you two enough for just what you do and being the place to go for questions and just endless encouragement. So, I mean, you. I cannot
0: get emotions right now. I just yeah. did my makeup thank Ma'am. you thank you
2: yeah, it. and
0: much. then y'all wanted a
2: video i mean <laughs> yeah I love this This is free it's free oh gosh yeah, so i thank love you it so much just to well, the two of you it. for always being there with the answers and helping us figure it out you know in between if you don't know you guys always are so helpful to point us in the right direction so
1: thank mm-hmm. you no we you love so you we're we so proud of you, you. We are so proud of you and, and we are your biggest cheerleaders and will forever be forever be because we know that the work you're you're doing is so important and impactful in your community, but also the work for the Lord, like just that, you know, you know, as believers for this and I, we, we love it when, um, just really amazing people are doing really amazing work and with a, with a full and, um, blessed heart. So Mm
0: -hmm. anyway, we
1: thank you so much. So thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me. And will you tell everybody where they can find you online? And we know that you are, you know, specific for your local area, which is close to Melissa in Georgia. However, you never know what's going to come in the next one, three, five years. There may be online offers and things. But anyway, can you tell everybody where they can find you?
2: Yes, we have all the social media handles, but you can start at curahee.movement.collective.com. Uh, That has all of our other handles listed in the profile there for women's wellness, run club, CrossFit, you name it. Um, And you can find us online at curryheemovementcollective.com with links out to each website from there. Um, And then we do offer online PT evaluations, believe it or not, for virtual sessions. So cmcpt.janeapp.com which is also at our
1: website. So I sure. get it girl. Get it girl. Right. I love so, it. Thank you, Carrie. You're the best. Yes. So if you and TT, when you guys. sneeze, you might want to give Carrie. a <Ain't> no name <laughs> no, I love that. I love that. Well, okay. um,
0: yeah, we're, we're really excited for all the things that Carrie's doing and, um, and are just so proud Of the work that you and Clay have put in. Uh, You know, she mentioned that she'd been in the mastermind with us. We've coached together uh, before individually. And uh, it's leading me to tell you that there are other ways to work with Corey and I this year. So in 2024, we are beyond excited to bring you something incredible that's happening. Uh, right at the end of this month. So we're excited to announce the Business Reboot Workshop Experience. Um, We're calling these BUILT, okay? These are gonna be a series of quarterly workshops that are geared to help you reboot your business in 2024. Our first workshop is gonna take place January 30th, so you don't wanna miss that, and it's called Dump the Purse, How to Audit Your Business for Growth. These are online workshops that'll be live and recorded, and they'll be placed in our new Business Reboot Vault, uh, but you can reserve your seat for $127 by going to our website at... thebusinessreboot.com for more. Carrie, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you guys for joining us. Don't forget to connect with us on Instagram at businessreboot or visit our website at thebusinessreboot.com. We'll be back next week with another episode of the Business Reboot Podcast.